This TFMR podcast is brought to you by your friends at JM Bullion. Visit jmbullion.com for all your gold and silver bullion needs. Welcome back to your TF Metals Report podcast highlights for the last week of February 2024. Thank you for listening to these podcast highlights, but again, please don't hesitate to join us at TFMR. Our daily podcast is just part of what you receive as a member there, all for just $15 a month. As this new week began, we thought we'd just pick right up where we left off last week. If you listen to last week's podcast highlights, you know we spent some time discussing Newmont and what a dog stock that is. Actually lower today than it was 20 years ago. There's still plenty of money to be made in the mining sector, and I still own way too many mining stocks, I suppose. But Newmont is a dog. You know what else is a dog? Barrick. In fact, Barrick might even be worse than Newmont in terms of its performance, not only a one-year, five-year, 20-year basis. Swear off those major producers. Look elsewhere. That's all part of what we discussed as the week began back on Monday. Now, I've been piling on Newmont, but hey, you know how much I hate friggin' Barrick. Barrick, closely working with the bullion banks for decades. I despise Barrick. I've never owned it. I will never own it. Good thing, too, because it's just as bad as Newmont. Again, Barrick, 2004 and 2005, when gold was $400 an ounce, Barrick was trading at 20. Gold now, $2,000 an ounce, and Barrick is trading at 15. No splits. No, 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 nothing like that. It's a split-adjusted chart, adjusted for zero splits. You go back to 2011. Gold's at 1,900. Barrick's at 55. Gold's now 2,000. Barrick's at 15. <laughs> I hope they go out of business. I, I wish nothing but ill will for this company. You don't know what I'm talking about? Google it yourself. Read about Barrick and gold manipulation and supplying gold, leasing and selling forward all their gold to the bullion banks. I hate that company. As I get older, one of the things that just drives me crazy is absolutism. You know, people just see things as black and white. And one of those things that really bugs me in precious metals or in alternatives to the dollar is the fact you've got to be either pro-gold or pro-Bitcoin. I don't understand. Why can't you be pro-both? I own both because they accomplish much the same thing. They're anti-dollar investments. Bitcoin's had quite a run as of late. It's a series of new ETFs have led to a lot of buying to fund those funds and price has been rallying my old friends max and stacy have long claimed that bitcoin's next stop is going to be somewhere north of two hundred thousand dollars and you can actually see where that might be the case on this chart just part of what we discussed back on tuesday the 27th and finally i got to talk about bitcoin if you've been here for any length of time you'll know i bought my whopping what did i not even buy three of them back in the summer of 2016 2017 into there um i sold i had 2.8 i sold off one uh i don't know when it got to eighteen thousand dollars something like that back uh in 2018 and i still hold a whopping 1.8 bitcoin Woo! lucky me had i been smart enough to listen to max and stacy i'd have bought a whole bunch of it you know back in 2012 13 and 14 but no one's ever says, there goes smart old Craig. All right, so anyway, I thought I'd show you this chart, though, because I think there's something to it. Again, the ETF demand is what's driving this current rally. It's all the way back up to 57,000. 
This is a log chart, a logarithmic chart. Okay, so you can see the scale on the whatever, y-axis on the right, right? X-axis on the right, whatever it is. I, I, don't, I, I know I passed geometry, but I don't remember a whole lot. Anyway, you can see how this works, right? These little bull patterns, cup patterns, whatever you want to call it, followed by a period of about a, you know, five to six months of a rally. See the first one back in 11 through 13, a breakout. And then you've got one from 14 to 17, a breakout. From 18 to 21, a breakout. And now from 21 to now. So again, you look at this chart. I mean, look at these last couple of breakouts have gone from 1,000 to 10,000. And then from 10,000 to 60,000. So when you hear Max Kaiser talk about 220,000 as his next target, you know where he's coming from. Now again, Bitcoin futures, synthetic Bitcoin siphoning off and allowing the banks to profit. But Bitcoin ETFs are being filled with actual Bitcoin. And then, you know, so I mean, there's fundamental reason with another halving coming up to think this is going to keep going. Now, will it dip again? Well, sure it will, but it may not see 60,000 again. It goes to 220, pulls back to 120, 150, and then when it breaks out of 220, then it goes to a mill. Three, four years from now. Probably. Probably. If you listen to these podcast summaries every week, then you've always heard me say, you got to keep an eye on the dollar index. It can provide either a tailwind or a headwind. Not every day, but it definitely can impact the trend in the precious metals. So we watch the dollar index. We monitor the chart really every single day at TF Metals Report. And back on Wednesday 28th, here was a little bit of our discussion and another look at that chart. Like I said, the dollar... I couldn't really hold its gains from earlier today. Couldn't hold above 104. So maybe that's a good sign. And maybe the PCE will come in lighter than expected tomorrow. And maybe the dollar will plunge and we'll finish down here around 103 and a half. And it'll look like we're going to 103. On the other side, it's kind of broken down. It's out of its little two or three week downtrend. And notice the red line on here. That's the 200 day moving average. Okay, this only lasts six months, but you can see in late August last year, holding it as support after getting through and then rallying. Coming down, can't decide if it's support or resistance in November and December, then finally decisively breaks down and washes all the way out to those late December lows. Comes up in late January and for the better part of three weeks cannot get above the 200-day moving average and finally does, surges then even higher to 105. And now what? It's trying to hold the 200-day as support. So I can draw my little trend line on here and all that. And that kind of, I don't know what to make of that. But I do know what to make of getting above the 200-day and then coming back and trying to test it as support. So there's very much a chance a dollar index could rally from here. Move back above 105. Go all the way up to 106 or 107. If it holds the support after the break above the 200 days. So we're going to be watch, continuing to watch this very, very closely because obviously that's going to impact the metals. And of course, 2024 is a leap year, which means February doesn't have 28 days. It's got 29. And Thursday the 29th brought the end of the month. So it was time to check out the monthly chart of the gold price. In this instance, we like to use the spot price. So you get this continual pricing. And what do you see on this chart? I see a lot of resistance at 2000 but now we have had four months in a row 
with a closing price for the month above 2000 maybe more importantly, three months in a row where price has traded down below 2000 only to recover and close back above. All part of what we discussed back on Thursday, February 29. On the monthly chart, again, this just looks great for a breakout. Four months. This is the spot chart. Four months in a row, gold has now closed above $2,000 spot. And look at the last three, December, January, and this month. All three of them, the tails, the intramonth lows are down there at 2000 or below. All three of them, price has recovered. That's pretty successful. So if you figure... Again, we've never been there before, so you can't really call it long-term resistance. But if you figure $2,000 was resistance on this monthly chart from mid-2020 until the end of 2023, so three, three and a half years, and look at all the wicks of the candles that are above $2,000 but failing to hold, now we got the opposite. Now, this looks like it wants to now rally. It does. It doesn't mean it's going to start in March. But this is a very, very constructive looking long-term chart. And that's what you want to have. And on Friday, March the 1st, we wrap up the week, but begin the month with a massive surge in COMEX gold. COMEX silver playing along as well, but the action is in gold. Where gold's up almost 2% on the day, about $41. Finishing at a new all-time closing high for the spot price, as you can see on this chart. Really strong move today, driven by some poor economic data, but more importantly, Fed Goon Waller intimating a new operation twist that will uninvert the yield curve, and that usually leads to a recession, but more importantly, intimating that more QE will be coming in the horizon too, or at least clearing the deck to make that possible. Gold has surged higher, and like I said, new all-time high daily close in both COMEX gold and in the spot price. Now, I will remind you what happened the last time we were here exactly 90 days ago on December the 1st. A similar rally took price to a new all-time closing high. The banks were caught flat-footed and ill-positioned for a breakout. They took a dramatic move Sunday night into Monday, December 3rd and 4th. They allowed price to spike $60, and then they reversed it down $60 with a massive reversal candle that crushed sentiment. And though price eventually recovered by the end of the month, it allowed the banks to buy some time to get themselves on the right foot ahead of the breakout above $2,100. So have they gotten themselves positioned for that breakout? Because it sure looks like it's coming. We will know soon enough. But as we go to the weekend, feel good about where gold is. No doubt about that. We thought at some point this year we'd break to 2300 and it certainly looks as we stand here on March the 1st that that is in the cards sometime in the not-too-distant future. Have a great weekend, everyone. Thank you for listening to your TF Metals Report podcast highlights, and join us at TFMR. Never a better time, and never better money spent, just 55 zero cents a day to be part of the community. Check us out, tfmetalsreport.com. Tfmetalsreport.com.